to get you ready for Sunday. You can go check out the Ravens logos on the lawns at City Hall and Fed Hill. And this morning, fans can head to M&T Bank Stadium now until 10 a.m. and get a free Ravens stencil on your car that's happening in Lot D. And in other football news, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has officially been discharged from the hospital in Buffalo, New York. After the 24-year-old collapsed in the middle of a game and went into cardiac arrest, But he's walking now, regaining strength, and doctors say he can safely continue his rehabilitation at home. So still sending a lot of prayers to number three. That's amazing news. Number two. You may need to pause your New Year's resolution already because Girl Scout cookie season has officially started. And you can now get your hands on the all-new Thin Mint-inspired Raspberry Rally cookie. First announced last year, the new cookie features a chocolate coating and a crunchy raspberry center. But this cookie will be exclusively sold online via direct shipment. You can text COOKIES to 59618 for ordering options. And then starting next month on February 27th, you'll be able to purchase cookies to be shipped directly to your house. And all you have to do is just enter your zip code on their Girl Scout cookie finder. And you can do all that on girlscouts.org. Personally, as um, a previous Girl Scout in my younger years, I'm a little old school, so I would just like to get my cookies from a Girl Scout. So if you know one, text us, 410-583-1065. Number one. The most epic collab was about to go down, but something went wrong, and the story is heartbreaking. Multiple sources are saying that a collab between Britney Spears and Beyonce was set to happen, but something went wrong, and the plans were completely scrapped. According to reports, Beyonce had asked Britney to be a part of her music video, and it was all set and ready to go until it wasn't. No one knows why things went off the rails, but apparently the idea is now a non-starter. If this happened, it would have been the second time these queens worked together. The last time was when the two appeared in the 2004 Pepsi ad. You remember that one? Pink was in it. They're all dressed as gladiators. I don't know. I'm still hoping that this can come back together so everyone put good vibes for Britney and Beyonce. This is Jess, and that was your top three. It's time for our Throwback Thursday segment. This is where we take a look back at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years, and then I'll take you to a moment in pop culture history, one that Jess has never heard of. It was one of the biggest... God, this was one of the biggest news stories of the early 90s that happened right here in our area. Really? Was this week, back in the early 90s. All right, we'll start with music. The number one song in Maryland back in 2017 today would have been Starboy. The Weeknd. I wish I could get into The Weeknd. I wish I I could. I think, I I mean... I know. I definitely love him now, just because like the weekend is probably is Garage Boy's favorite artist of all time. Yeah. And I think now that I am living with a fan and have that perspective, like I'm obsessed with him. It's different, yeah. But did you like him before? I feel like you have to like meet a fan to really love yeah. the weekend. You know. That's what I needed. All right. The the number one song in Maryland back in 2009 was Beyonce. 
this song did okay, I guess. <laughs> it was like number one for like the whole year, pretty much. And literally played at every single wedding still to this day. Still, still to this day. Think about it if TikTok was around, though, when this song came out. Oh, Can you imagine yeah. how big that would have been? Oh, yeah. All right. The number one song back in 1995 in Maryland was Boys to Men on Bended Knee. Oh, I'd listen to this song right now. I do. I might sit here and play the whole song. We need more love songs like that, man. They've just gotten away from where we were back in the day. Okay, so if I say the name to you, Lorena Bobbitt, you have no idea who I'm talking about. No, not, not one clue. a clue. Okay, so it was this week, back in 1994, that the Lorena Bobbitt trial began in Virginia. Now, you keep in mind, we're not from this. Is this, it a scary story? Uh, it was just, it held on to pop culture. So you were born in 91. I was 93. 93. Oh, so you were, you were one years old. Yeah. Okay, let me explain the story to you. Because I, nowadays, I think if we go back and reflect on the Lorena Bobbitt story, I think we'd have a way different view than we did in the early 90s. So you in Georgia at this time, you were following your family was following along. You could not get away from the joke of Lorena Bobbitt. Okay. Lorena Bobbitt's story was the most salacious tabloid story that I can remember from like my early childhood. Basically, after years of abuse from her husband, John Wayne Bobbitt, she cut off his um, wiener. Really? She cut off his penis. Yeah. Uh, In the middle of the night, she threw it out the window of a car. Okay? Now, you hear this now and we're all like, wait a minute, this sounds like Really super traumatic. But back in the day, uh, by the way, she wound up being found not guilty due to insanity. So that's how the whole thing, in case you forget how the whole story went. But it was right here in Virginia. It was right down the street. Um, Here's the thing. Now we hear that and we're like, man, like if this story were to happen today, we would have a totally different view of this because today, like I just, I tell you that story for the first time and what goes through your head? It's terrifying. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm sad for her. Like that's, that's a terrifying situation. We would have a whole different viewpoint of Lorena Bobbitt and her abuse. That Absolutely. was, it was brushed over back in the nineties. All really? we could talk about was how crazy this woman was. Would she really be crazy enough to plan her wedding date around Star Wars? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? If this sounds crazy, you probably weren't here last week. Let me explain. Jess, in case you don't know, is engaged. Congratulations once again. Thank you. So we have just started the whole wedding planning process. The biggest thing you wanted to lock down first was... The date. The date. I can't do anything until I have that. The date and location. We talked about location earlier this week. Would you be in Northern California? Would you be in Southern California? Yeah, just figuring that out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I hear, the rumor is, is that as of this morning, we do have... A wedding date yes. and location, mm-hmm. signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you weren't here last week, here's the running joke, is that Jess, for whatever reason, thought it would be cute to plan her wedding date around Star Wars. I thought it would be an amazing idea to get married on Star Wars Day. In case you don't know, May the 4th, is Star Wars Day because may may the Force it's really a may the Force be with you may the Force be with you it's it's not even really like the best vibes if there was ever gonna be a vibey day for the good vibes I feel like it'd be may the Fourth be with you but like we all kind of we had uh we, we thought there was some jest some a joke in this comment last week because you we thought it was sure. you thought it was i thought joke. i mean i did i did i just thought it would be crazy to actually plan your wedding date around star wars now something else you need to know is that jess 
is, I mean, on a one, honestly, on a one to ten scale, how big of a Star Wars fan are you? One being not at all, and ten being a, a massive Star Wars fan. Oh, seven, easy, easy. Seven? Yeah, seven. Jessica, you're a liar. What you're do you not mean? a seven. I, do, I feel like no, I feel like seventy percent. That's a C average. I you know would I mean? say five. Why? You just don't care that much. Like you, you like the movies, but you don't. You're not like ingrained into okay, like first of the all, fandom culture. First of all, you don't get to pick and choose how my fandom and how I express my fandom. It's not okay, a seven. so relax. <laughs> and second of all, my is my. You know, do I can I recite the movie to you line by line? No, but is a priority to me. Is it a priority to have my send off walking <laughs> through walking through a tunnel of lightsabers? <laughs> Absolutely. This is you know, the only reason of why she wanted it for the first place. I want lightsabers and bubble guns. She literally wanted lightsabers at the end of her wedding, and that's the only thing. That's, and that's all you really had, at least in mind, for Star Wars. Yeah, to send just... myself and my soon-to-be <laughs> husband off into the galaxy of marriage. Yeah. All right. So I, and I want you, before before it is revealed mm-hmm. of, of the date and location, um, yeah. I want you just in your head to mentally lock in. Picture it. Would I'm she, picturing it. All the lightsabers be... would be purple. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Would she be crazy enough to actually do this? Jess Dutra, for the very first time, this is the first time we've said this. What is going to be your wedding date? Mm-hmm. I, Jessica Dutra, am getting married on Star Wars <laughs> Day 2024. I am. I've confirmed to TMZ. It is happening. Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. And I will definitely have a little inscription at the end, at the bottom of the invitation saying, you know, lightsabers welcome. If you don't have one, one will be provided for you. Where are you getting married? Sacramento. Northern California. Up up at home? Yeah, up at home. Yeah, near home. We decided to go with the venue that's closer to our relatives because they have everything that we wanted and because Star Wars Day was available. (laughs) And my parents went to the venue and this whole thing was like, This has been like getting my parents over there, making an appointment, and my mom and dad went. They were FaceTiming us and sending us videos. So you haven't seen it in real life? I have not seen it in real life, and I won't see it in real life until, you know, the next time I go home. And so I'm having to trust my parents. You've written a check and everything? Like it's done? I mean, we're, yeah, the contract, like we're figuring, we're figuring all that out, and it's happening, yeah. I met my wedding day coordinator. Wow. Mm -hmm. My parents are excited, and they said it was like more beautiful in person, and I'm just, I'm really excited. Parents, I would love for you to do this. Please turn to your kid and explain to them what in the world 411 was. I mean, Mm -hmm. as of this month, it's not even a thing anymore, by the way. Yeah, it's canceled. But please, how in the world would you even describe that to your kid? Now, children, back in my day, uh, 411 is a number that we would have to call to try to find out any information in the world. And I don't even know how these operate. So you, you call 411, right? And an operator would pick up and then you would ask them, hey, I need the phone number for, you know, uh, this haircut place. And they would they somehow connect you. They connect you to it. And or. Oh, yeah. Like, how are they looking at how it? Did, I don't even know how they had the information. Probably like an index in your town. Probably the Internet before we knew it existed. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? they had it. somebody was hiding it from us. But now, obviously, nowadays. Absolutely obsolete. And now the very, the last company holding on to it was AT&T and they're finally dropping it as of this month. Gone. So what I thought could be fun today is what is something that 
if you tried to from our childhood, that if you tried to explain to your kid, would seem completely obsolete nowadays. It would make no sense to them. Even though for us, this was like normal life. You want to start calling 410-583-1065. I'll give you one I thought of. Your kids would have no way of comprehending that back in the day, if we wanted to use a computer, we had to go to what was called a computer lab. Oh, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That's the only time you'd ever be able to use a computer. Is if you went to your school's computer. That was the only access I had as a kid was a mm-hmm. computer lab. Yeah. And there were about three. There was no internet. There was like three things you could, you could type. You could play the Oregon Trail. Oh, my or, gosh. Or like, I don't even. Like, that was really it. That was literally it. But that was it. If you had, if you wanted computer access, there were no phones. There was no nothing. You had to go to the computer lab. And it'd be dead silence in there, too. So talk. awkward. Mm-hmm. Didn't makes sense. Jess, can you think of one that if, something from our childhood that would seem completely obsolete to kids nowadays? Limited two. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, it was literally the best store in the freaking world and I miss it to this day. Is it like, not around anymore? No, it's gone. Are- so Limited 2 had like the cutest cutest clothes and jewelry with beads. Like I can literally envision the outfits I've gotten there in my mind. <laughs> like the cutest swimsuits and I could only go there if I got like straight A's on my report card because they were stupidly expensive. And then there was like a part 2 to Limited 2 called Justice but that was kind of like for like a younger that was girl same, crowd. That was the same store? It was like still connected ish. Uh, like it was like, I yeah. think it was like the same vibe but i loved limited two and i'm so sad that they don't exist anymore obsolete so what about you 410-583-1065 things that like your kids would never be able to comprehend for like like that are obsolete nowadays caitlin from parkville good morning good morning all right give us something something you could you know describing something from your youth today would make no sense to kids nowadays well, going to a video store, going to Blockbuster. Oh, would make you absolutely know, on a Friday no night, sense. I miss that so much. Be, yeah. Do y'all remember the struggle with that, too? Yeah, how short is that walk to HBO Max? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you had, like, like, seriously, turn to your kids right now, like parents in the car, like, and explain to them that back in the day, if we wanted to watch a movie... We literally had to get in the car, go to the store, <laughs> hope it was there. Yes, because if it wasn't there, then you were just out of luck. Yeah. Take it home, watch it. Now, in the VHS days, you'd have to rewind it. Yeah, you didn't re- get up and press the button, <laughs> sit back down. If you didn't rewind it, you got charged an extra fee. Oh, really? Yeah, back oh, in my day, that's that. what it was. They charge you. It makes me so sad because that was such a fun experience with my family, like getting candy, yeah. walking through the aisles, looking at different stuff. But kids, kids yeah, never... getting popcorn. Yeah. yeah. Kids oh, never... They, they, want, they wouldn't appreciate it. They wouldn't appreciate it nowadays. That's a good one. Thank you for calling us. No worries. Uh, Casey from Columbia, good morning. Good morning. All right, so what is something from your youth that kids nowadays just would, would not be able to comprehend? Rotary phones. Oh, yeah. You know, the ones that you had to... There is... Hear the sound still. Even Jess is looking at you. This is this is how you do it. You're starting to show your age a little bit because even Jess is like, what's the rotary phone? Yeah, what is a rotary okay, phone? To be fair, I only had rotary phones like when I was like a, like a, like a T-19... Do you want to explain, because even Jess isn't quite sure what a rotary phone is. It basically had a, had a dial. So the numbers were, were in a circle, one to nine. Oh, yeah. okay. Put your finger in the oh, dial yes, yes, yes. and move no. it all the way around. I know yeah. what that is. Okay, I'm t- okay, oh my gosh, that takes so long so to go long. by each one. And the worst part, too, is if you got a number wrong, you start over. you're starting from scratch. And you're like, damn, this is going to be 15 more minutes just to get back to the last digit, you know? Yeah, the kids would never be able to comprehend a rotary phone. That's a really good one. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess. Number 3. Flights were delayed yesterday morning at BWI due to a nationwide computer outage with the Federal Aviation Administration. This was the world's largest aircraft fleet grounded for hours by this outage in a government system that delayed or canceled thousands of flights across the country. The White House initially said that there was no evidence of a cyber attack behind the outage. However, President Biden still has directed the Department of Transportation to investigate. BWI released a statement yesterday morning around 1030 that airlines were boarding flights as well as flights both departing and arriving. So everything sounds and looks like it's back to normal, but... Man, airports are not looking good these days. Number two. Pizza Hut is bringing back a fan favorite from the 90s. After a nearly 25-year hiatus, starting February 1st, the Big New Yorker will be hitting menus nationwide for a limited time. Despite it being sold just for a brief time in 1999, the extra-large pizza quickly became a fan favorite. And fans have been asking for it to bring it back ever since. So much so that they even started a change.org petition to get this pizza back. It's a 16-inch pizza. It's about 30% bigger than the large size pizza that's already at Pizza Hut. So if you were one of those people that signed that petition, your pizza dreams are coming true. And you can get that February 1st. Did I just say February? Like, am I the only one or does January 2023 already feel like it's flying by? Number one. Ben Affleck was just spotted working the drive-thru at Dunkin'. It's very well known that he, like many of us, are totally obsessed with Dunkin'. But this was definitely a first for the actor. So just outside of downtown Boston, he surprised customers when he popped out of the drive-thru window and handed them their order. His wifey, Jennifer Lopez, even stopped by to grab an iced coffee. Despite a lot of people making jokes online that Ben was just trying to cover the bills from their insanely glamorous wedding, TMZ speculates that this is all part of an upcoming Super Bowl ad that we'll be seeing next month. So I guess we'll just have to be on the lookout for Ben. Super Bowl 57 is set for February 12th. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Crazy doing it. It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh. It's talk me out of it. Please. With Kramer and Jess. Mix 106.5. You've been there before, we all have, where you may be triggered over something, but you know this idea that you have feels a little bit crazy. And that's how we started this segment called Talk Me Out of It. So listeners reach out to myself and Kramer when they're going through something and they're considering doing something kind of crazy. But sometimes it works and sometimes you need someone to push you to make that jump or it's actually insane and we need to talk you out of it. Okay, Anonymous, good morning. Morning. We've got you on the voice disguiser, so what's happening? Last night, I found out that my husband of four years has been cheating on me with a man. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, and I have an idea to basically expose him, and I'm wondering if it's the right thing to do or not. 
Well, first off, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, sorry. man, woman, nothing. I mean, no, I mean it's Infidelity terrible. is infidelity, yeah. But I know if it's something of the uh, the sex you weren't expecting, I'm sure it can be even more jarring. Um, so what's... What happened? Well, what's the story? So, like six months ago, I started sensing that something was weird. He'd been going out of town a lot for work, going out to, like, see his family, whatever. And I just had a gut feeling that, like, something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have been, you know, on my guard, trying to figure things out. And then my friend told me to check the hidden folder, which I didn't uh, know what that was. The old hidden folder, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't you don't know, know what that is? I don't even know what that is. So it's, like, on the iPhone, you can hide photos so they won't show up in your camera roll. But they just go to a folder called hidden, which is, like, down lower below where you wouldn't be able to find them unless you went to this set hidden folder. Yeah. I actually didn't even know Surprise. about that feature. Yeah, I better check y'all hidden folders because they'd be out here. So, okay, so you checked the folder and what? I found his whole relationship with this man. Oh, no. Who is this guy? Like, do you know him? Like, do you know, like, have you seen him before? I knew that, that it, this was, like, his new friend. Yeah. Okay, so, like, you, and you've met him before? Like, do you actually know him or you just know of him? I've met him once or twice, like. Oh, no. So he, he knows, yeah. so he knows you exist. Yeah, definitely. So, well, what do you, how do, what's it, you said you want to expose him in a weird way. What, what is that? So, my plan is to take some of the photos and post them on his Instagram. Oh, God. And why is this how you want to do it? We've been together for four years. Like, yes, I want a little bit of, like, revenge. Sure. So this way, you think what? That like it'll just he'll like kind of have to out him. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so this is how the segment works. Is now we turn to you and we say, you know, what do we do? Do we tell anonymous to go for it, or do we talk her out of it? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Jess. First of all, I just want to say I'm really sorry, and you have every right to be hurt and angry and upset, and like every single emotion that you're feeling is valid, but I don't think that this is the way to do it. The fact that he was having an affair, it doesn't matter who it was with, like that is never okay on any level, but I also think that he obviously has to accept and acknowledge things about himself that he has been hiding for who knows how long, and I just don't think this is the way that he should come out. And I feel like that could do more damage than anything. Would you say the same thing if it was a woman? Whether if it was a man or a woman, I just don't think exposing your partner on their social media is the way to address the affair. Revenge feels so good, though. It feels... And like I know where you are, you know? I, I was cheated on my... That's so why I cheated on me. And I found out. And like, I know exactly the way you're feeling right now. You just don't even know how to act because you're just all over the place. I would have no empathy for him if this was a, a man-woman situation. But for some reason, the fact... And I've got my brother's gay. I've got some gay friends. And I wouldn't... I know how hard it was for them to come out out in the first place but if this was woman woman you would tell her to do it anyways? if this was a man woman i don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world you could do i wouldn't talk you out of it hey katie from the eastern shore good morning good morning how are you good i mean do you think we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it i'm gonna say go for it and why because if he was brave enough to leave the marriage to find happiness he should be brave enough to face the natural consequence of her finding out and having an adult uncomfortable conversation about it. So Katie, have you been in a situation similar to this one? I have. 
And what was your situation? My situation was that my daughter's father and I were living separately for many months trying to regain ourselves and go back to our family. And he stepped out side of it, lied to me about it, told me on Memorial Day weekend. And I didn't expose him. Wait, was it with a man or with a woman? It was with a woman. With a woman, okay. A devil woman. A, de- a devil woman at <laughs> a that. A devil woman. He's about to marry her. No, oh, not the no. devil woman. Yeah. But that's okay because, again, I feel like all of it is a life lesson. Sure, of course. So, again, if, if you want to step out of the marriage, be brave enough to face the consequence, whatever. Ends so, you, you're saying once you broke that trust, what happens next is really none of my business. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Thanks for calling. Have a beautiful day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Gabriel, good morning. Hi. So what do you think? Did we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? As a gay man myself, I think that the best thing is actually to talk him out of it. I understand that cheating is awful and this has to feel terrible. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that it happened. But also, you can't out people without knowing that this is a safe situation. You never know how his friends and family are going to react, whether they have really strong negative opinions about gay people. Mm-hmm. So... You don't want to out somebody publicly without having a conversation with them first. That's, that's my fear. Is like I said earlier, this was a gay. This is this was a straight situation. Gay or bi man, yeah. I would feel differently though the fact that nobody knows that he is a gay bi whatever something doing something with another man, which can really be can really be hard. I mean, what do you think worst case scenario could be here if she does expose him? Worst case scenario is that somebody has really strong negative opinions about gay or bi people and like argues with him, hates him. You never know if his family's going to disown him, if his friends are going to abandon him, if somebody's going to hurt him, that kind of thing. Well, let me um, let me let me ask this. Let me play devil's advocate for one second here. Could yeah. you say he gets what he deserves? No. Cheating is awful. Cheating is horrible. But I don't think that it is deserving of homophobic violence or homophobic. Right. No. And that's a good point to make. But also, and I I don't think that whether if it was a man or a woman or whoever he was having the affair with should be outed on social media, period. But would you feel differently if he was cheating on her with a woman? Um, It would be less dangerous if that were the case. It would be still rude and mean. If it were a woman, but gay people, let's face it, are facing a little bit extra, you know, distaste from yeah. people than, than so I mean, it is just a slightly more delicate situation when it is with a man. Hey, Jessica from Baltimore, good morning. Hello, how are you? We're good. You've been in a similar spot like this? Yeah, so um, I just had my daughter and I only found out because my husband ended up giving me an STD. Oh, my God. Oh, my so, God. Wait, I'm did, so sorry. How did you find out it was with a man? It was with a man, though, right? Yeah. How did you um, find out I, about the man? So, after I found out about it, I ended up going through his phone. And it was the same scenario with the hidden folder. They, oh, no. You, if we learned anything from today, no matter what comes in this, go home and check your partner's hidden right. folder. I didn't even we, know that was thought, a thing. We've got to break up half of Baltimore this no, morning. We've got to break up half of Baltimore. I swear to you, that, that's a, it's a tricky photo. So, and what did you see? What kind, I mean, was it because hers didn't sound wildly graphic. Were yours graphic or was it just? Oh, yeah. You my saw mom, everything. Oh, my God. You yeah. saw everything. Yeah. So, so now that you've been in that spot, what can you say? Can you say talk her out of it or can you say? Or did you expose your husband? I did not. And we ended up going our separate ways. And um, unfortunately, you know, we still have to be cordial for my daughter. But it's hard. It's did very hard. And. I did not expose him, but I wish I would have. You wish you would have? Why? Yeah. 
Why because you- it's not fair that he ended up hurting me the way I did. I mean, I'm the one in counseling, and he's out here still nobody wants to do it. Yeah. I, see, I'm telling you, Jess, the revenge card is strong. It's a strong It's a strong point to make in this whole thing. I get it. Thank I you. I mean, for- why is it fair that I was the one that had to, you know, get all the STD and yeah. heartbroken? And I mean, my hormones were so crazy. I just had a baby and, you know, I just let him get away with it. You just out here. Yeah, okay. I get it. It's, it's actually really good to hear this perspective. Thank you for calling with that story. I'm sorry, Jessica. Thank you. I appreciate it. 410-583-1065. Hey, Jordan and Columbia, good morning. Good morning. Do we tell her to go for it or talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. The first person I heard or heard talk on this said posing him and kind of what he deserves type of thing. Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. Like, I mean, I definitely agree that he is kind of a not a great person at all. Yeah. Because he should have communicated this with his, with his partner. Yeah. His first partner. But... Exposing someone, especially something that clearly he is new to him, I don't think this is something that he's like experienced his whole life. I think exposing him in front of his whole family without like his consent or anything is just completely awful. Can you explain this to us? Obviously, I, are you? I'm straight. Are you gay? Or are you straight? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gay, and I've been in a situation where someone has outed me. Okay, so oh, so, so wow. explain this to us. What is that? What does that feel like? Oh, it's it's like a complete betrayal complete betrayal like I mean I I, this was someone that I trusted and they told someone that like they told my grandparents wow wait was it to was it in uh, was it to get back at you was it to hurt you or to share without your consent basically share without my consent I don't know I don't think it was necessarily to hurt me like I don't think they did it to like like hurt like be mean to me okay but they did it without me wanting to do that you know like i didn't want to tell my grandparents i didn't want to tell them that that's something that i should be able to tell now like i said i i do think the guy is an ass yeah like you're cheating no matter what you're still you should still talk to your her uh your husband yeah say this is what i found this is messed up and you shouldn't be doing this you know Um, right and i i think they need to figure that out outside of social media because clearly, I don't think this has been going... Like, I don't think he's been gay or known that he's gay his entire life. Possibly. I think this is just something new, in my opinion. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe this hasn't been going on. But for to be able to get into a full marriage with a woman and then start cheating on a man, I think that's probably something new. Yeah. So... Well, as someone that's, that's been fine. outed, I, it's good to hear that perspective and how damaging that can be. So thank you for... Thank Sharing you for calling that. that today. Yeah. yeah, of course. No problem. It's time for a little segment that we do. It's the most Maryland thing you're probably ever going to hear. This is called uh, To Bay or Not To Bay. To Bay or Not To Bay. That is the Maryland question. Yeah, you know, it just like it goes through our blood. It's like if you do an IV, it's just old bay shoots out. Ew. <laughs> I had to get blood work done last week. You know what they found in there? Old bay. Stop. Yeah, well, see, what's funny is... You know, being somewhat new or not not being born in Maryland, we didn't realize what a massive deal Old Bay actually was. Yeah, the rest know? of the country has no idea about it. And we've been here for two years, but I'm originally from California and Kramer is from Georgia. And it wasn't until we moved here two years ago that we found out that Old Bay is a culture, basically. King, mm-hmm. King queen, whatever, right? Rule supreme. So the one thing you said to us about Old Bay is like you can put it on anything and it's delicious. And we're like, wait a minute. Really? Is that possibly true? Because that's a pretty bold statement. Mm-hmm. So we made it our mission over the last couple of years to put Old Bay on things you wouldn't 
probably traditionally put Old Bay on. And then we tell you, is it to Bay or not to Bay, right? Yeah. What are we doing today? Um, unfortunately, today we are trying just plain old milk. And you've had never, and you've eaten some nasty stuff over the last couple of years. Yeah. And you're worried about some milk? I am not happy to be here right now. <laughs> I, I, I hate, there's a, a lot of things. I was going to say there's a few things I hate. I don't think that's true. Uh, one of the things that I hate on my list of things that I hate yeah. is milk. Yeah. And I can't stand it. When I watch people drink it by itself, it makes me nauseous. Looking at the bottle of just plain milk right now is mm. making me nauseous. Even when I took it in a jest, I was like, Bleh. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, so for uh, in honor of National Milk Day, by the way, uh, we're going to try Old Bay milk. Maybe may make it better. It may make it like, I even, my mouth can, right now. I honestly like, can Whoa. only have the tiniest bit because okay. I, I really might throw up. Okay, it's fair. So just we're pour, just going to do like the some. babiest yeah. tiny. I can't even look at it. Here. Why do I hate it? Pour it in. Let's hear that, that nice pour. I mean, you can you can pour more in. You just have to take it. Okay. Okay. Now, Jess is going to add Old Bay. Uh, I'm not even going to make you take a sip first to remember what milk tastes it. like. I just want you. I don't you, need to know, know what it tastes like. I'm not even going to make you do it today. We're just going to say, mm. put some Old Bay on it. And like, maybe it's good. Listen, maybe, maybe the, the spice gods will align today. I'm just going to put a crap ton of Old Bay in there. Yeah, I would do that. Maybe maybe you'll mask the somewhat disgusting. Is it two percent milk? Um, you we have reduced fat milk, thirty eight percent less fat than whole milk. I vitamin A and D. All right, let's uh, let's give it a shot. Oh, Jess gonna drink. <laughs> Jess gonna drink Old Bay milk. And is it to Bay or not it's to Bay? It's just like chocolate milk. It's just Old Bay milk. That's oh, yeah. all it is. You can do it. That's all it is. Here she goes. Okay. Here we go. Chug it back. Mm. It's like a Jaeger bomb. Same same sensation. Only a little bit. Just only not, a little bit. Okay. Not, not drunk or go. Uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Describe it. It literally was like gulping the biggest piece of salt in like nasty, <laughs> milky nastiness you've ever had in your life. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.